0: So this is part of a newsletter that I shared with my readers a few weeks ago. I decided to share it with you today because as you listen to this, I'll be finishing up serving in Honduras yet again. If you would like to be a newsletter subscriber, it's free. You can just subscribe in the link below. Hi, I'm Christine Langford, and welcome to the Stop Podcast. This podcast is a part of Traveling with the Father, which provides inspiration and resources for Christians to serve others and draw closer to God while they travel. Whether you're traveling across the country, around the world, or just traveling through life, you've gotta take time to rest. Traveling with the Father provides these short rest stops, three to five minute devotions to help you refresh and reconnect with your Heavenly Father. Now let's get started. changing my world 11 years ago I joined my husband in his Honduran medical mission as part of the prayer team hoping to change the world in the name of Jesus instead partway through this first trip I found myself in tears on a women's cancer ward I prayed with a young woman with ovarian cancer who worried she would die there without ever seeing her two young children again In the next bed lay a young woman with a massive abdominal tumor whose pimp had dropped her off with just the clothes on her back. A son asked me to pray with his mom suffering from lung cancer who labored to take each breath. A family asked me to pray with their mom behind the death screen in her last hours. The needs were overwhelming. I realized the true inadequacy of my own prayer life. And I could not do much to change any of these physical needs. So, why do I continue to go? The people. On one trip, we visited the outpatient pediatric cancer ward. One of my prayer partners spotted a little four-year-old boy who had lost a leg to cancer. Using his walker, he ran around the ward with a big smile. My fellow worker was about to ask if she could pray for him when this little boy "'took his hands off the walker and raised them in the air. "'Balancing on one foot, he prayed the Lord's Prayer for her. "'Preacher Boy brought her to tears. "'Meanwhile, I was inside the playroom "'with a group of children awaiting treatment. "'With my broken Spanish, I asked the children "'about the colors of the crayons and how old they were. "'I remembered a children's song in Spanish "'and one child attempted to sing it with me. "'A young dad with his two-year-old daughter "'tried to help as much as he could.' We smiled and laughed as we tried to communicate. When the translator returned a few minutes later, I asked to speak to the young dad who had been so helpful. His daughter had been diagnosed with a brain tumor a year ago. Although she was cancer-free, they returned for follow-up treatments to ensure the cancer didn't reoccur. God was at work in this cancer ward, and I thanked him for allowing me to participate. The Honduran partners we've worked with over the many trips also amaze me. I've enjoyed getting to know them and becoming familiar with their personalities. One man is always ready with a corny joke to make us smile. He seems to effortlessly guide us through customs each time we arrive. Another works year-round with the Honduran doctors to facilitate our trips. I admire the president of MDM, who teaches calculus at the tutoring program we visit. Part of the ministry includes providing food baskets to needy people on the mountain, some of whom have children enrolled in the program, while others do not. As we deliver the food baskets, the Honduran tutors with our group bring the needy families a word of encouragement from the scriptures. Then they ask us to pray for them. This man and the other tutors will still be working when we return home. I smile every time I remember the pastor who serves as our translator on the prayer team. He fills up the room when he enters it, joking with the patients. He often breaks into song using one of the dum-dums we hand out as a microphone. To watch this shepherd in action inspires me. On many trips, God introduced me to several patients who were so grateful to God despite their circumstances. We approached one woman who grabbed our hands and explained how God had seen her through cancer, and he would see her through this medical trial as well. She prayed a prayer of thanksgiving and praise for her creator. She then began to pray over us, thanking God for us and praying for our protection and strength. With tears running down my cheeks, I thanked her. She was not the only one who demonstrated this kind of joy in the Lord. Although many of these patients are not materially blessed, they are far more spiritually blessed than I am. Why do I continue to serve on the prayer team? Is it so I can change the world? Nope. That's God's job. Yet, I feel God's calling and presence there. I see him working in the lives of these Honduran people, and I want to be a part of what God is doing there. Also, the trips cause me to reflect on my own life here in the States. Am I serving God wholeheartedly like the friends and fellow believers we serve with in Honduras? Do I look for God sightings? Do I have the joy of the Lord despite my circumstances? My prayer life is not nearly as lifeless as it was on that first trip, and I've found ways to serve others in my community. I haven't changed Honduras. God has used Honduras to change me. This podcast is part of Traveling with the Father, which provides inspiration and resources for Christians to serve others and draw closer to God while they travel. For devotions, descriptions of attractions and campgrounds, as well as tips to help you remain plugged into God as you travel. Follow the link in the show notes or visit the website at travelingwiththefather.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Christine Langford from Traveling with the Father.